Welcome back! What's up, Vince? What's up, Sam? How's it going, bud? I'm good, man. What's up, Timmy? What's going on? We do not have Tyler. No. He flaked. He's doing all the things he's shit. <laughs> he's scared. Just like all just like the Philadelphia Eagles. Come at me, bro. Come at They're me. They're scared. This is how this is gonna be our test to see if he listened to the first 30 <laughs> seconds of our show. <laughs> Okay, well, um, what what else can we insult? Right. <laughs> um man, baseball is upon us, guys. Um we had uh what three games deep, right? Three, four games deep. Uh, depending yeah, depending on, on you your team. You might you might have as many as five, but I think most teams have three or four games under their belt at this point. Yeah. Um let's start with some Oakland A scores, uh Vince. All right, so on Thursday, opening night, the A's get the 2-1 victory over the Angels. The series took the, the series took off Friday and then continued Saturday and Sunday, where the Angels beat the hell out of the A's. 13-1 on Saturday, 6-0 on Sunday. Uh, on Thursday night, uh, Rendon on the Angels was... Opening they, night. He, on opening night, uh, some fans were talking shit to him, and he actually like put his hands on a fan and was not a good situation. He got a five game suspension. Uh, that has that literally just broke maybe 10 minutes ago that it's been reduced to four games, but still it's not a good look. That's I, I, if you're a fan, you shouldn't really be crossing a line or whatever. Uh, but still as a player, you can't do that. You can't put your hands on a, on a fan, man. That's, that's, that's crossing two wrongs. Don't make a right. Line. It's exactly. No good. No good. Yeah, two wrongs don't make a right. Uh, pretty much immediately when the game was over, I saw this on Twitter. I saw the video. I saw the the news. You know the major news, and um, bad look on both sides, right? Bad look for A's fans. Bad look for the ball player. I think Rendon's kind of getting it more um, than the A's fan because he took a swipe. Uh, I'm just like you know I'm an A's fan and I heckle the opposing team. But I consider myself a heckler. I don't. I don't use profanity when I heckle. You and know, I, it, and there's, it, there's a the line. Fun. There's you know, a fine line. Yeah, there's a very well, fine like, line. Yeah. What was that, Tim? Well, the I mean, it's the, there's an understanding that fans are going to heckle the the players, and you know, it's just like the, this is an old hat. Like, well, right. why can't players deal with it? They they should be used to it by now. To a degree. I okay, think to, to a, a degree, to, to yeah. a degree, it, you know, calling somebody a, a, you know, a B word, you know, come on. Like if you, you know, you play like a B, you, you know, you're calling somebody that if that was on the street, that, that's fighting words. If you walk up to somebody <laughs> and True. you criticize True. their job and you call them a capital B word, like you're probably getting your ass kicked. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like someone's coming after you. So I agree with you that the athlete has to deal with heckling because it's, it's, a, it's an old hat, right? We, we do this. This is what fans do. Fanatic, right? It, fan is short for fanatic. Um, I think we, we know that we're, we go to our first ball games and, uh, you know, your, your parents teach you how to heckle or your uncle teaches you how to heckle or something like that. Right. There's always that experience of going to the game and, and you learn how to 
had a heckle. I just don't think profanity is the way to go. I wouldn't want somebody to show up on my job and using profanity at me. I have customers in my career that give me a quote unquote hard time. And they're just like, you know, they're just like people who joke around or point things out and they give you a hard time about it. Sometimes I'm that way. You know, sometimes I'm one of those guys that just gives you a hard time about it, but it's all lighthearted. But it changes when somebody's giving you, you know, a little bit of a hard time and then they drop a couple F-bombs and B-bombs and then it changes. The fun is gone and baseball's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be a family environment. You know, this isn't MMA. This isn't a a street fight. Uh, This isn't a city versus city. It is a leisurely sport that is made to be enjoyed by all ages and communities, you know? So if Rendon was called a B word, like, you know, you probably deserve to get punched in the face. (laughs) That's me. That's me. I'm a little. Yeah. (laughs) I think, I I think the lesson here is if you're going to heckle, make sure you're further up in the stands. So the, the yeah, players can't as, get as long as it just sounds like boo or whatever. Yeah, um, that's part of it. But then also, like you said, there, there's uh, like we've said, there is a line. Just keep it. Just keep it on this side of the line. You don't, you know, dro- drop in names or whatever. Get clever. I, I, I remember I once yelled at Scott Pacednik. Pacednik is Polish for the Sednik. Okay, like right. get clever. You don't have to curse. All right, be smarter. Yeah. You know, I have heckled players that have given me the middle finger that have, you know, looked at me and threw their hands up like, dude, what's up? Like, come on. You know, not once did I ever use profanity in those situations. Not once. I I definitely remember um, Matt Kemp was like a rookie and I was sitting in the bleachers and and I was shouting at him, hey, Matt Kemp. And then he struck out, oh, that's 1K. Huh? And uh, he struck out three times that night. We started calling him hat trick. Um, right. And, and he was warming up by the shortstop by the end. But again, not once did me or anybody else that was yelling at him use profanity. So, like, there is a fine line to it, okay? Like, there's a bit of a dance. You just just don't cross that line. It's so Absolute, easy not to do some- it. It's, and it's just being respectful. Yeah. You know, it's being respectful, you know, chew them out, represent the home team. I'm not saying you shouldn't, but you know, calling somebody a B word, you, you come over to my place. I don't care if I was playing a softball game and you're calling me a B word. <laughs> Who are you? You know, just because you pay money doesn't give you the right to say whatever the hell you want, you know? And those actions have consequences. And it's just, you know, we, we referenced it already, but the, you know, there's families. Come on. Yeah. You know, you don't want, want these kids seeing you acting like an idiot using profanity like that. But anyway, the A's don't look good. They um, do not. Uh, Saturday, I want to get to this Saturday game. Yeah. Um, Cause I, I, I've watched all the games. I watched all three games. Uh, okay. The pace of play is moving. I, I find it so much more enjoyable. Um, you, what do you guys think, real quick, uh, Vince? Like, what do you think about these new rules? Because there's been a lot of people who are, 
I don't like the rules, but I think it's overwhelmingly more that people oh. like the rules. Oh, yeah, I, I would say it's probably a four to one advantage. People who love the rules versus people who don't at this point point. Um, and just seeing it in practice, man, these these games are flying. I was there on uh, Thursday for opening night and it was it, it was moving. It got a little bit of a later start because they had the opening ceremonies or whatever. It was still two and a half hours. We were in and out. That game started at 7.15. We were, we were like, game was done. The A's had won at 9.45. And, la- and last year, they were starting the night games at 6.40 because these games were just taking so long. And you wanted to try to get people out of there before 10 o'clock on a normal night. You had to start those games even earlier. Not anymore, my friends. We can get in there, start the game at 7.00. And that that gives everybody a chance to arrive on time and uh, get the house is full. Remember when Mark Mulder would pitch for the A's and it was always like two and a half hours when he would pitch for the A's because yeah, it was just like lightning. Like he was just so fast, so efficient. Yeah, can you imagine Mark Mulder pitching with these rules? It'd be like a two-hour game. Yeah, dude, I there was I did go to one A's game. I don't even remember who was pitching, but they were playing the Minnesota Twins and it was like in the summer. That son of a bitch game ended in an hour and 57 minutes. Like, I I, I don't even remember who was going, but these these pitchers, they just let's go. Let's move. Let's move. And we're going to get games. There's going to be some games that go under two hours this year. I can feel it like we've already came real close when when um. You know, especially if you get like um, a pitching duel where both starting pitchers and yeah, and, and there's not a lot of dealing. runs. Yeah, yeah. If they're yeah. dealing, it's it's a two. It's going to be like a two-one ball game, and we're going to be under two hours again. I can no, feel it. I like am. The, that game is that game is coming. If it hasn't already happened today, I haven't checked. Um, I'm all for it. Um, I think we were. I think we. You know, we did a, a few episodes when they announced these uh, rules. We did a few. We went through the rule changes. We discussed them and we kind of talked about, oh, do, do we like the runner on second? And do we like the bigger bags? And I think we were all like, oh, yeah, you know, it kind of makes sense, you know, but seeing it in action yeah. and seeing the pace like really move up and, you know, just I, I really like not seeing the shift. I really like seeing the shortstop and second baseman and all, all the fielders just making more like web gems, you know, defensive plays, man. Like I'm seeing, you know, shortstops go to the third base side and have to make that long throw. Um, it's just a lot of fun to watch. I, it's a, it's a double thumbs up for me. Yeah. Um, uh, every single, every single rule that they've enacted this year. I, I, I have yet to see a real genuine problem. There's been that, there was that one issue with the Mets where Jeff McNeil was given a strike because Pete Alonzo didn't get back to first base after a foul ball fast enough. And I think that's something that the umpires should be able to use a little bit of discretion. I do see them. The umpires kind of give a little signal, like tapping their head or something to start the clock. Okay. So in in like an instance like that, yeah, maybe you wait a set a couple extra seconds before starting the clock. Other than that, man, this has been by and large thumbs up for me. I'm loving the pace. I'm watching more games across the league then like i haven't want like i try to keep an eye on the league 
But, you know, when you get into the, you know, sometimes it just gets too overwhelming because there's just too much, you know, like the games are running too long. But I've watched like every A's game. I know it's only three, but I watched all three A's games. I watched two of the Giants game. I watched the Cardinals game. I watched the, uh, who was it? The White Sox and the, <clears throat> oh man, why am I blinking? Because it was, it was a huge game. I think it was opening night game. Um, oh shoot, I'm blinking. Um, but I've been able to watch, like, I love being able to get home and pretty much get home. And it's only like the second and third inning on like a, you know, a central game or East coast game, I could finish that up. And then bam, the A's are on. I could switch back and forth between West West coast games. And by the time the evening is all done, it's not, it's not 11. (laughs) Yeah. It's like 10 o'clock. Yeah. It's all wrapped up for me by 10. I love it. What I don't love Vince seeing this, uh, Unfortunately, our guy, man, Shintaro Fujinami. Oh my God. Um, he looked amazing in two innings. And then that point one, that one the third inning, inning started, and then the oh wheels my came God, off. The wheels, the wheels came off this bus. Um he did not he did not look very good. Yeah, that's that's rough. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know what I can say. I I hope he figures it out. Obviously, gets better on the, as the starts and the season goes on. Yeah, and he's only going to be pitching Saturdays. And for anybody who doesn't know, uh, Shintaro is only going to be pitching on Saturdays, and that's because in the Japan leagues, uh, pitchers, starting pitchers, only go about once a week, so every seven days. Um, so they're just trying to transition him into MLB and eventually hopefully uh in the next few weeks he would be a, a every fifth day guy um but it looks like he has a lot to work on so maybe once a week is good maybe he's you know he has electric stuff those first two innings i mean he looked unhittable uh he's a first round draft pick he was a teammate of um Shohei Otani um you know so they uh Interesting, you know, interesting player. So hopefully he pans out. We'll keep an eye on him. Um, Shohei and Mike Trout had a had an amazing day in that third game. They go back to back. Um, it was kind of interesting to see the um, uh, when um, uh, Shohei was pitching, he was able to call his own pitches, and that was kind of a problem that pitchers had, like in the like. If you need to speed, if you're going to speed it up, then if you're a pitcher who throws five, six, seven pitches, it's going to take you forever to get through these signs. Um, so, so baseball kind of modified this thing, allowed them to uh, call their own plays on like a little pad. It's like clips to their belt. What I saw was a little pin pad that was stuck to their belt and they, they push some buttons and then that tells the uh, catcher, you know, what they're looking for. Yeah. Did you guys check this out? Did you see it? Yeah, because uh, the, the catchers have it as well. Like they can right. call pitches from the little button on their like shin guard or whatever. And and both players have like a little thing in their forehead that like lets them like in, in the hat or in the helmet for a catcher that lets them know what's being called. So they're both on the same page and ready to roll. 
And so they punched and that those was introduced in. last year. That was they introduced last those year. Things yeah. in, and then is it a voice, like a little microphone in your ear, or what is it? Um, no, it's it's it, it's 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 almost like a buzzing thing. Like like it'll buzz like like Morse code, code, code kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. It, it does something like that. Or like uh, two, one. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, and then yeah, I watched some Giants games. Um, they don't look good either. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Um, uh, they they were playing the Yankees, who all three of us did pick to go to the World Series. So, uh, so that that it's kind of understandable that they didn't really sh- show up. They although they they only scored seven runs in the Bronx, and all seven of those runs came on Saturday. Yeah. So, uh, so they got shut out on opening day and on Sunday, getting out of. Well, they blew the up today. Yeah. Uh, 12-3 against the White Sox. So we'll, we'll see how the Giants do. I, a, a lot of people expect them to be right around 500. That's where Vegas had them was uh, 80 and a half wins, I think, for their win totals. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. They're, I think they're 500 is things. fair. I think 500 is fair, but I, I do not see them as a wild card team or better. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just don't think they're very – I think last year, I know the year before they went to the playoffs, but I think that's the outlier more right. than – what they are so. yeah uh, everything went right for them a couple of years ago last year things went more according to normal and they were back down to about 500 so i'm not like crazy tapped into giants baseball but i did hear some stuff on local radio where it does it seems like the current regime of the giants who had nothing to do with the world series have a lot of equity <laughs> it just seems like there's not a lot of pressure over there on Mr. Farhan. Um, it just seems like the seat's not very hot. Um, you know, and there's, there's not really a lot of, uh, just doesn't seem like, the, you know, there's a lot of excuses, you know, they couldn't get Aaron judge. They couldn't get Bryce. Uh, they tried going after Bryce Harper, the, you know, a couple years before, um, it just seems like there's not a lot of pressure over there. Every time I, I listen to something, it's, oh, you know, well, you got to wait for the draft picks to come up. And it's like, what, what about all the money you made from the World Series? Like, yeah, what's going on? <laughs> I don't know, man. This is like, I, I don't know what to say about the yeah. Giants. They're, you know, there's, there's only so much you can say right now about a, a team that you expected to be 500. They currently are 500. I granted we're four games in, uh, but they beat a team that they're supposed to beat today, the White Sox, and they lost two out of three in New York. Uh, they're, they're they got two more games against the White Sox, and then they're going to the Royals. Uh, actually, they're coming home and hosting the Royals. Let me rephrase that. So they're actually opening up their first nine games are against American League teams. So they're they're playing out most of their American league schedule right off the bat. I mean, th- then you got the tigers in April. I'm looking at the schedule right now. Uh, yeah. And the Astros come to town at the beginning of May. So, so they're, they're playing a lot of minor league. Uh, I mean, excuse me, American league teams right, right away. So although yeah. they did like balance the schedule now, so that way everybody's playing everybody at least once. Right. So that does kind of make a little bit of sense that uh, that's somebody's got to be playing interleague every every day, basically. Right. Uh, so the Giants just get to get nine of them right off the bat, man, before they even see the Dodgers. Uh, 
Uh, as for the A's, they got the uh, Guardians, and they got, and they're going to Tampa for this upcoming week. Tampa's supposed to be a pretty good team, so are the Guardians. We'll see how it goes. This could get we'll real ugly real fast, yeah. man. We'll see how it goes. That's all we can do. I, I feel like the theme of the show for me is vibes. Like I'm vibing <laughs> with MLB, right? Like, yeah, that's a good vibe. Like I'm ready. I'm ready out here in California. If if you're not in California, we got hit by this historic rain, these damn atmospheric rivers, right? <laughs> Every week. It's like for a month. <laughs> I've never been more excited for spring for summer like you know allergies like i'm just yeah i mean you see, allergies you, you see photos of like lake shasta that was basically a puddle uh, right. before the, like in december and now, now it's an ocean now it's yeah it's <laughs> yeah. basically an ocean at this point like uh all kinds of weather related stuff we're gonna get a lot of pollen this year so make sure yep. to medicine up uh yep. for all you people who have that problem uh, but it's going to be a lot of fun uh, this summer. So I'm just uh, totally, I'm vibing with not. the new rules. I'm vibing with the new rules. The the A's, I'm, I'm, it's not a good vibe. I'm glad baseball's here. I'm going to go watch some games. But as far as like them winning a lot of games, and I don't mean to put down our own players, but they're they're not a very good team, right? There's some players that you want to you wanna follow and, and, and hope maybe you hit on something. You know, maybe Luriano has a bounce back year, and and if he does, uh, that's probably means he's going to get traded. Uh, maybe they keep him. You never know. Maybe we get a good vibe from Howard Terminal, and they they stay. Um, and you know, there's there's some some good vibes with uh, with other teams, you know, and the Warriors. I think they're a good vibe. They are. Right? Um, you got to have yeah. good vibes with the Warriors. Yeah, uh, the the game on Sunday against Denver was a little bit disappointing that they couldn't quite complete the comeback, but they did go 2-1 and one over the last week. They did win uh, two home games against New Orleans and San Antonio. There's only three games left in the season, and the Warriors right now, they are sitting in the sixth seed, uh, but – uh, teams in the fifth, sixth, seven, and eight seeds right now all have 38 losses. So we are in a tie right now for for wow. the five seed with with three other teams. The Clippers have the edge right now through some form of tiebreakers. I don't know what they are exactly. The Lakers and the Pelicans are also right there, just a half a game back of the Warriors. They're they've played one last game, one less game. So. Yeah, so those it, teams all have four games left. The Warriors have three games left. We are right down to the uh, we're here, to the baby. wire, man. Yeah, Dubs and uh, Nuggets. You know, it's a game that was right there. You know, and there's a lot of um, there's a lot of criticisms going around about you know, should you have uh, sat Jordan Poole? Should you have uh, taken Clay off? You know, Clay had his. Sh- chances to make it and he didn't um you know i don't really want to go down that route and be negative about this warriors team because we you know we got the championship from last season and that that kind of felt like a championship that nobody really saw coming right even warriors fans didn't see it coming right um you know and it, it was a little little sad to see wiseman go and and basically you know it didn't work out for us uh but there was some good that came out of it. We were able to get 
you know, Gary Payton the second back. We got a little bit of good news today. Um, where Andrew Wiggins might be might be coming back. Um, sounds like he's close. You know? Yeah, so it sounds like he's going to be rejoining the team tomorrow night. We don't know in what capacity. We don't know if he's going to be playing or just, you know, maybe do some some warm-ups and then sit or be available off the bench. We don't know. At this point, we don't really know anything. But, you know, he should be coming back. <clears throat> I know there's some rumors that came out about what's going on and why he missed out. Uh, I don't really want to go there. Yeah, um, that's, personally. that's not that's for us. His, that's his business. If you wanted to check out those rumors, there's other channels, other links. You can go check out those rumors. Um, but as, uh, you know, some some fans in the media, even though we're uh, like a spring flower, we're just, you know, we're just getting started right now. Um, we want to pay him his respects and, and, you know, keep that off the table. So we'll keep it to basketball. But I kind of feel good vibes with this team, even though we let some games get away. I feel like this is potentially with Wiggins coming back with, you know, Gary Payton, the second, having some games, uh, clay clay. I know he had a rough, you know, fourth quarter in this last game more often than not. I think him clay is going to make that shot more often than not, you know? So I trust him. Um, I just think going into the playoffs, um, adding your full team, it's going to be a lot harder to beat them, uh, especially if they can make it into a series and not have to play in the uh, play-in tournament, is it's going to be really hard to beat them multiple games in a row. Um, I think that's when you're going to see the championship DNA, Vince. You know, that's my favorite. <laughs> I know you love that phrase so much. DNA. Well, these last three games we got left for the Warriors – Tuesday night against OKC at home. That's your fan appreciation night. They're going to do all kinds of giveaways and, you know, sell things. And, you know, if you're going to the game, I hope you have a lot of fun. I can't afford it. Have the best time. Uh, uh, Then they go on the road to play the Kings and the Blazers. The Kings is going to be a possible preview matchup, maybe. Uh, The Blazers are not going to be in the playoffs. So so these are two games you got to win against the OKC against OKC and against the Blazers got to get those wins. And then with the Kings game, obviously I want to get that win as well. Just kind of make sure if you keep winning, if you're the Warriors don't lose and you won't be in the play in tournament, you're in control of staying out of that right now. So just keep winning, keep uh, the task is in front of you, get the job done, fellas. Let's go. Let's do it. You know, another, another good vibe, Vince, Cause I'm sticking with this good vibes thing. Uh-huh. Isn't it interesting that like you got a team like the A's who we have a good vibe because baseball is back, but they're not going to be a very good team record wise. We predict. Right. Right. But there's another team in the Bay area, the San Jose sharks who don't have a good record, but it, it feels like a, like a, a totally different, team that's not very good and maybe it's because they got a shot at this number one pick you know (laughs) yeah uh, but even uh, without (laughs) that number one pick Vince I feel good about the Sharks I feel like they got a lot of young talent I don't know a lot about hockey we we did go to the minor league game we got to watch some young talent 
We know about Eklund. Um, they just signed this other guy. I did a little bit of research on him, and a, apparently he's also a a really good player, a, um, a two-way defenseman, he called himself. Um, you know, then whatever, yeah. whatever draft picks you're going to add next year, whether that's number one or number two or number three, like there's – this is a draft, from what I understand, that's pretty top-heavy that you you might be able to get a really good player in the top oh, five. absolutely, yeah. If, if, if you got a top-five pick, uh, all the scouts are saying, like, each of those guys is a lock to be a solid NHL player. At wor- worst-case scenario, you're looking at a guy who's going to have a solid career uh, yeah. as long as, you know, as long as the fame doesn't get to him, you know, or whatever. Right. But, um, you know, we, we've seen shit like that happen before, but... Um, and before this win yeah. streak, the sharks were, they had the, they were leading the number one. They had, yeah, they had they, a shot at the pick. They, like they, they really got on a, a little bit of a roll here. Uh, they, they won three nil against the jets. They won in overtime against the Knights for three. And then they go to, uh, Arizona play the desert dogs and win seven to two at a sold out mullet arena with 4,600 seats. So, I mean, we've talked about that before. That's a, what is the stadium called? <laughs> Mullet Arena. You oh, heard Mullet me. Mullet Arena. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's very appropriate for Phoenix. Uh, I'll say that. Oh, my God. <laughs> a few mullets in the wild at the bachelor party. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so the Sharks have six games left. They have the next three games are all at home. Uh, Tuesday against the Avalanche. Thursday against the Avalanche. That is not a mistake. They're playing them twice in a row. And then they... Uh, they wrap up the home part of the schedule against the Oilers. And then they go through Western Canada one last time, play at the Jets, at the Calgary Flames, and at the Oilers to, to wrap up the season. A lot of those teams are in good playoff position, so I'm not expecting many wins. And uh, let's let's get the Sharks in line for a, a possible good pick, man. Uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see where they end up. It, it's... I expect them to be a top three pick, you know, heading into the, you know, the, 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 the draft lottery. That's the word I'm looking for right now. They did just get with this little win streak. They did jump clear of the Anaheim ducks and they are currently fourth from the fourth worst. I think, uh, let me just check the standings and verify that 15. Yeah. So they are the fourth worst team right now. They could still, uh, if, if any of the other teams catch heat just a little bit, we'll see what happens. Uh, all these overtime wins, man, and overtime losses, that's what's really messing it up. If they could just handle their business, either lose it in regulation or win it in regulation, then, you know, nothing to worry about there. But when you go to overtime and lose, it's like you get reward. I've always hated the overtime loss. It's oh, le- a it's a leftover from when they used to have ties yeah. in the NHL. Yeah. Like if you got the game to overtime, everybody got a point, and then you fought, fought over the second point for the win. Right. Uh, and if if it stayed tied after you know the five minute overtime, that's that's where the game ended. Everybody just got the one point and went away. But they wanted they they felt at that time they wanted to make sure that that you made it to overtime. You deserve a little bit of something. So that's why the overtime loss was created as a statistic for the points. But I think we're past that now at this point. And I think, and I hope that that's something that they will address going forward. Yeah. But here we are. Is, it, quack, quack, is that like, 
Is that something that they strategically they're like, if we get into overtime, then that's that's the strategy no, now? No, uh, the strategy <laughs> is just to win no matter what. If it takes going to overtime, it takes going to overtime. Uh, and it's it, like like if you're playing against a really good team, uh, the only time that that would really come into strategy is if you're in the playoff hunt and you're playing against somebody who isn't directly around you in the standings. Like you're not fighting with them over a playoff spot. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So like, like if you're a team fighting for the last playoff spot and you're playing somebody who's really, really good um, overtime doesn't hurt you. Like it, overtime, overtime only helps. Uh, but if you're the eighth seed and you're playing the ninth seed and both of you go to overtime against each other, that helps both teams and you don't want to help the guy that's right behind you, you know? So you want to try to finish them off in regulation. Yeah. So that's that. (laughs) Go sharks. Go sharks. So it's interesting to like watch the sharks and like see a team that's like not winning. I mean, they're on a win streak right now, but you know, they had a rough couple of years, but there's some good vibes around them. Like I'm really interested and what they're going to do next. And I'm like really excited uh, for the young talent that they have now in hockey's that sport where like, every time you see it live, you're like, damn, I need to see more of this, you know? So I, I definitely would love to go to more games and, you know, go to the, go to the sharks game. I've been to a few, um, but I feel like I'm at, um, I'm at a buy-in moment, you know, like, yeah, the, the, this, the, this is a buy low moment right now. Exactly. Can, like, yeah, they're, yeah, they're you're not, not jumping good right now. Yeah, yeah. If you jump on the this bandwagon at this point, nobody will judge you for exactly. it. When, exactly. When they get good, you're like, I've been here, man. I've been yeah, here. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. so uh, okay. So, so Sam, you have good vibes for bad teams. I, I, I get it for the sharks. The, for the sharks. Uh, I, I, it sounded like across the board. <laughs> well, no, no, the no, good no. vibes are just baseball only starting. Basically, uh, those good vibes for the A's will turn to bad vibes in about a week and a half. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is the last time we'll see Sam smile. I, I, I got it uh, about uh, the smiling A's? about the A's. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> A's. I did watch a Cardinals game, and you know, you guys know that the Cardinals are my my second team, and they yeah. have been my second team. Since uh, you know, Billy Bean traded away uh old Big Mac. <laughs> and then right. He, and then he and then he had the record the fall. Was it the two years that, later? <laughs> uh the trade happened in 97. 98 was when it happened. So it was like the very next season, Mark McGuire goes absolutely <laughs> off and hits 70 home runs, sets the record until Bonds three years later. So so yeah. if he would have done that as an A. Even with the steroids, even with the steroids, I think you're possibly looking at a completely d- different A's franchise because every Oakland fan would have been there. Every Oakland fan would have been there. Oh, yeah. The way, the Cardinals weren't even in the playoffs that year. Right. That was the Cubs yep. that made the playoffs that exactly. year in 98. So, yep. but those, st- like, it's, for games that didn't matter much, those sta- that stadium was packed, whether you were on the road or not for the Cardinals in 98. So, yeah, um, that's a lot of excitement. And it's it's the same thing where we heard rumors about Michael Jordan may have got, like, he was offered a Major League Baseball contract with the A's to try to get some attention, drag some seats when he had that first retirement, in quotes, uh, in 93. So, you know, that that, that could have been... Another thing, a, a what if, you know, a, a what if in A's history. 
God, we got a lot of those. Yeah, that so was a, that ifs. was a rough trade. I know. I know. Right after, I know. You know, a couple years later, TJ Matthews. Billy is that Bean. who we got? Oh, <laughs> was it like TJ Matthews? And I don't uh, even remember who else. I'd have to look it up, man. It's uh, oh no, I'm not doing yeah, it. it. It was actually a terrible <laughs> trade. Terrible trade. Uh, like so many Billy Bean trades. <laughs> I, I swear, uh, it, it, should we like list all the bad trades and just kind of post it somewhere? Like <laughs> all of the what ifs. And just like, just play the Benny Hill music on the background yeah. behind it. Yeah, <laughs> just just a list going for uh, for five minutes uh, <laughs> of all the bad trades. I I you know I personally believe Billy Bean. Yeah, he he kept the team competitive for for a number of years, and there's the. You know, we never really rebuilt. We just reloaded because we were back in it, you know, a year, year and a half later. Um, you know, like I understand that point, but even the players that he traded away, like what players did Billy Bean draft that like went off and are surefire Hall of Famers? Like that's like. I understand the argument for the A's, but name a player that Billy Bean drafted and then traded away, whether it's a minor leaguer or an A. Like, I don't know, man. I just haven't really. Ever- Look at Billy Bean catching strays in our shark segment, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's ruining uh, my vibe. We're moving on. <laughs> yeah, we're moving on. There was one last major topic you uh, that we wanted to talk about. It's NCAA basketball. We, um, we, we joked about our brackets last week, how basically the brackets are done. I won Sam, you tied with me. Um, I'm saying it that way. Cause I have the trophy from fantasy football. So I'm going to keep saying that I'm a winner. Um, but, uh, there was a little <laughs> bit of a little kerfuffle, a little situation happened in the, uh, women's championship game. Angel Reese dropped one of those John Cena. You can't see me at, uh, Caitlin Clark. And the controversy is like, you know, a, a, bu- a bunch of people got all pissed off about that, that she did that. And they're like, oh, she's classless, blah, 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 blah. But then people were so hyped when Caitlin Clark did the exact same. You can't see me when she got into the final four against another opponent. So which is it, people? I, I can't quite, quite, quite figure out why it's so different for angel reese versus caitlin clark i don't know man it's well, like well it wasn't caitlin clark uh, if i'm thinking of the the right player who uh kind of did the i'm the greatest type of like oh I, yeah the, no 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 know, she, 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 and she's, she's fucking talented she's a problem <laughs> for defense for, for the defense man she is uh she's really good but she was on the losing end, and so Angel Reese dropped a little, you can't see me, and then she pointed to a ring finger like, I just got a ring. I got a championship, and I <laughs> loved it. It was great. It's trash talking, uh, like we, circling back to the beginning of the podcast. If you're going to trash talk, you know, that, that's the Absolutely. way to do it, you know? Absolutely. Uh, but then, you know, some of these uh, old white people are just going off on Angel Reese uh, for no reason. Uh, leave Bayou Barbie alone, man. <laughs> is that her nickname? <laughs> yeah, that's one of her nicknames. Okay. Uh, and uh, one last thing to mention. 
San Diego State is playing UConn. The game is about to tip off. I actually got it on my phone while we're talking. So I don't know what the result of that is going to be. So I'm going to pretend that San Diego State just won. Woo! They won. Yeah, it! State. SDSU and, fine. Okay. okay and but what let, if they don't win? Okay. Let's get. God damn it. No. So close. They were so beautiful. Oh, I don't even know who they are. San Diego can't even win shit ever, man. Okay. All right. So we got both covered. We're ready to go. Okay. okay. But, right. but I, which one should I put in? I don't um, know. Leave them both. Leave them both. Let the fans have them. You know? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, sound good? Sound good. Okay. <laughs> Choose your own adventures. That's right. Choose your own adventure. Is, is it happy Vince or is it sad Vince? Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, anyways, anyways, from one, I don't, I don't know if that's a positive vibe or a negative vibe. I guess it's just vibe. Just vibes. Vince was vibing. Just vibes, baby. Bring vibes. Before we move on too quick, uh, I wanted to touch on a little bit of uh, MLS, some soccer. Okay. Um, The earthquakes. Yeah. They're uh, surprisingly decent with uh, their shitty ownership, but hey. I I, I told you, man, they're going to fight for a playoff spot. We're six games in now at this point. They got 10 points. They're sitting in fifth in the Western Conference. Remember, top nine make the playoffs. So they're, uh, they're there. Obviously, they're, they're we right still there. got 30 games to go, but yeah. you know, it's early in the season. They're performing well. Uh, I'm pretty excited. Uh, it, it'll be a lot of fun to see if they can hold on to this, man. This is great. I'm, I'm enjoying myself. Absolutely. Um, um, yeah. What was that, Tim? No. Nothing. Oh, no. That, that was me. I was going to oh. just. Just mentioned, uh, since Tyler's not here, somebody's got to talk Wrexham real quick. Yeah, um, I was going to do it. Um, I don't, you're more, you, you understand soccer more than I do. So why don't you take it? Right. So, it? so they're three points. They're still three points clear in first place. There are two wins away from securing their spot in going up to league two. And they, they just won against Oldham athletic five, five, one, excuse me. Uh, they play Friday against Halifax town. And then they got a, the big game against not knots County on Monday. So two wins and a win on Monday, will give Wrexham the, the national league title and that'll promote them up to league two where they can start making some real money where our boys, Ryan Reynolds and McElhenney will be able to start making some big bucks, baby. Let's go. Go and Rexham. This is, uh, Rexham versus Knotts County home of Knotts Berry farm. Not quite. No, no, no they're, they're, they're no, separated by only no. like six thousand miles. It's close. They're, 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 it's close. They're separated by a K. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. There's knots and then there's knots. Yeah. Knots and knots. Why well, yeah. assumed? I assumed. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so See what course. happens when you don't do your research. That's right. <laughs> he's uh, supposed to be the producer, <laughs> and he's letting me say nonsense. God damn it! Damn I it! Can't, Tim. I can't stop your words. This is your fault. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, we got some master stuff. Um, live golf and PGA players will be able to compete in the masters. Scotty Scheffler won it last year. Rory McIlroy is, uh, he's, he's, he's the, he's guy, the uh, favorite. He's the to favorite win right to now. win it. And, uh, Cameron Smith, your open champion at St. Andrews has also uh, a very high odds, uh, some high odds to to win it all as well. 
Yeah. We're going to pretend we know about golf outside of mini. I mean, I know golf. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm not interested in golf. Yeah. If, if Tiger's not there, I don't care if, if I'm being honest, like, like, and I discovered that about myself was a couple years ago. Maybe I was driving home on a Sunday and suddenly Tiger was like in it for the championship. I don't even remember which one it was, but all of a sudden I was fucking hyped and, and I was ready to go. And, and I like, and I was like, wait, why do I care? Oh, that's right. It's cause it's tiger. I don't care about golf. I care about greatness <laughs> is what I care about. If tiger's not there, I don't care. You that's heard right, it here baby. first. That's right. Absolutely. Put it on a fucking bumper sticker, flocking bumper sticker. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't think we'll ever see uh I don't think we'll ever see a, a good tiger. I think that that's gone. Yeah, I think it's I think done. It gone, might be time but... for um for his son to take over in, in a little bit too. Yeah. He's on his way. Yeah. Man, that's gonna be crazy because when he gets on the tour, it's gonna be uh I mean, if he gets off to a hot start like his daddy, <laughs> you know, yeah. who's gonna get more majors? That's when I'll get back involved in golf, is when uh uh little tiger. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Tiger it's, two electric boogaloo. Yeah, I don't even think that's his name, right? Like he No, no, it's it's like Charlie or something like that. <laughs> Charlie Woods. Charlie Wood. <laughs> sorry, boy, you're not gonna be called Tiger Jr. No, sorry. <laughs> you couldn't live up. No, that was mean. Oh god. Picking <laughs> on the boy. Yeah, he's just uh, a child, Sam. Just a, just a child. child. God damn it. Leave him alone. It's the producer's fault. <laughs> oh yeah sorry he didn't put any bumper rails on this uh yeah this bowling alley over here. i put notes in the notes oh. come on all right okay anything else you guys want to share i i got nothing man i'm ready to roll for this sdsu game all right guys well with that said uh you're listening to the svt podcast subscribe on youtube hit the bell for alerts and notifications comment Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SVT Sports Pod. Slide into our DMs. We would love to interact with you. We got a quick one. I love it. It's great. Cool. Hey, this is like our own baseball game. That's right. Right. Circling it back around. There we are. Out of bed. How long was it? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I got 46 minutes on the clock right yeah, now. I was going to say 46, it was about 40 16. minutes, huh? So, hey, yeah. we haven't even stopped recording yet. Oh, yeah. Good night. Good night. Oh, good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>